Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz and welcome to another episode of Red Shoe Shoots where we talk about wrestling every time, all the time. And here with me, of course, is We Are Cats. Yo-ho! Alright, so, WrestleMania 36 is in the books after these two nights. Um, Interesting. This was interesting. Yes, there were some okay matches. Okay, then let me take that back. It was interesting in a good way. Um... WWE, well, let me let me say this. Vince McMahon always worked great when he was under pressure and when everything is against him, when he's when his back is on the wall. And somehow, some way, he made this work. Granted, some of these matches wouldn't have worked if if there was a live audience. And we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, there's some matches that couldn't work and then there's ones that actually did benefit from this from uh from the empty arenas and and, um, and everything at the performance center but to me there was uh maybe a few matches that didn't benefit because i mean you have well you know imagine like if it was full of you know in a big arena then woo, you know yeah but then there was ones that was like eh, either even if you did have it in a, in a big arena or or what just happened this wrestlemania um, they still would have sucked. So, um, yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I would like to say that both nights, um, Stephanie McMahon gave um, a nice introduction to each day of WrestleMania 1 and 2. And I have to say that she was very classy, very great at it. She knew what she was doing. She hit them, she, she hit all the right marks on it. And all I have to say was congratulations on that. She... She did a phenomenal job on that. Just telling us, hey, you know what? We're here to entertain you. We know things are not what they seem. And I know this is going to be a very different WrestleMania. But we still are going to bring you the same um, quality if we had people. And they did. You know, and I, I got to give her credit. I have to give her kudos to that for, 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 for doing the introductions. And uh, the special guest, um, common, uh, special guest announcer, um, Rob Gronkowski, um, did Gronk. an okay job. Gronk, yeah, did a great job. I, I, I'll give it to him. He did a good job. He did a really, did a really good job. Well, he kept it lively. I mean, yeah, he, yeah. Especially what he did after. We'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So we're gonna break down both nights, and we're gonna start with night one. Uh, a brief little, you know, on the personnel. Uh, the hosts were uh, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Gronkowski, Gronk, and uh, Mojo Rawley. And the uh, English commentators at the time were Michael Cole for SmackDown, uh, JBL for SmackDown, and uh, Tom Phillips and Bri- Byron Saxton for Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, and do we have any in- internationals or no? Well, just the Spanish commentators, Carlos Cabrera and Marcelo Rodriguez. Oh, okay. Um... Um, pre-show panel Corey Graves and Peter Rosenberg mm-hmm. uh, and the pre-show uh, correspondents you know the Rhett, Renee Young Booker T and Mark Henry okay. and, and that's just, just for night one right okay alright then so alright so what do we have for matches uh, for night uh, one um, it started off with you know because of you know Renee Young and Booker T uh, the pre-match right which is a singles match between Cesaro and Drew Gulak. All right. And Cesaro beated Drew Gulak. Right. Not yeah. bad. It was all right. It was pretty good, you know. Uh, yeah, even though it timed in at 4 minutes 25 seconds. Um, you know, it's a pre-show. I expect. Okay. Well, I wasn't there for the pre-show, so I, I don't really have much to say. Right. But I was there when it properly started. Right. You know. And, you know, speaking of properly started, the... Night one properly started with the tag team match for the uh, women's uh, tag team championship, mm-hmm. and it was the the Kabuki Warriors of uh, the team of Asuka and Kairi Sane going against uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. All right, um, they really I got to give them benefit of the doubt because they had to start off WrestleMania, the whole event, the two night event. This was the first match. They had a lot of pressure going on, going into this because they're the first ones, and they were going to be ones that are going to set the bar, and they did a really good job. 
Yeah. And by the way, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are your new champs. Yes. Um, They did a really good job. Um, I got to give them credit for that. Um, All all those four women in that match did did a marvelous job. They stood their ground. They put everything that they could. And it's the one of the matches where it's like, you know, it could do both with a full arena and in this case without. Yeah. It's one of those matches that you can go either or and it'd still be a great match. Still had it had that atmosphere. It it had the spots, it had everything, so you know. Um And most noticeably because it set the bar, mm-hmm. the words. You yes. can hear them talking smack at the like, oh this, that eat my ass, blah blah blah. And then, you know, the Asuka and Kaiyu scene in Japanese, but they act, the wrestlers know, like, oh, so you think I'm cute? Well, yeah, we'll take this, bitch. You know? <laughs> yeah. That was the interesting part. Like, I was like, wow, you know, you know, they're they're in character, and now we're hearing what they're saying, and wow, <laughs> it sounds like they generally really want to kill you. They're like, okay. So, um, like I said, uh, congratulations to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross um, being the... Third? Yeah, I think the third tag team to win this. Oh. No, wait. Let me take that back. Iconics were the first. No, no, no. Iconics were the second. Fourth. Fourth. They're the fourth. Oh, yeah, because yeah. of uh, Bailey and uh, Sasha Banks, I believe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We'll get to them <laughs> in night two. Yeah. In general. Uh, horrible rain. Okay, so <laughs> other than that, uh, so congratulations to the new uh, SmackDown champ, oh, well, new women's champion, uh, tag team champions. They did a hell of a job. You know, congratulations to them. Uh, let's get to the next match. A uh, singles match between Elias and King Corbin. All right. And who won? Elias. Okay. This was one of those matches that would have sucked either or. Um... Yeah, even if it would had a large large crowd or, you know, with no crowd, eh, I couldn't get into it. It was just, eh. Well, I did a little bit because, you know, uh, Elias did the uh, um, the loophole where, well, the match hasn't started yet because I'm not in the ring. Well, guess what? Guitar to the face. Eh. Honky tonk. Yeah. I'm sorry, New Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it's always gonna be New Jack for me. Okay, but um, yeah, I was like, <sighs> on a side note, we haven't, we haven't, did we talk about New Jack last week? No, that will, that will be some other, some time. other time, some other definitely, time. yeah, because we gotta deal with this. Okay, so um, yeah, this was like one of those matches, like, <sighs> if you had to go use the bathroom, this is the match you could go and use the bathroom. That's what it felt like. Not me. That's that's how I felt like to me. I don't know why. Although then again, because of um, you know, due to the present circumstances, I may have had to do some personal errands within the household. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to the next one. Uh, the singles match for the Raw Women's Championship between Champ Becky Lynch and challenger Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, well, uh, I didn't like it. Becky Lynch uh, defeated uh, Shayna Baszler, by the way. Ah, uh, I was like, okay. It was good. There were some moments. I didn't like the finish. I honestly think the finish ruined the whole match itself. And I think it tarnished it. How the way, okay, it, it basically is like this. How the way Charlotte Flair beat it Asuka and just took away that aura that she had, that mystique, that aura, that unbeaten streak, and she was just... That was a great match, though. No, that was a great match, but... Oh, the aftermath. The aftermath. So, I guess you're worried that the same... They might do the same The same thing could happen to uh, Baszler, and she's good. She is good. I'm surprised they didn't just drop the belt to her. I was kind of hoping they did. You know? Yeah, same here. They should have. They, I guess, they were too afraid to pull the trigger. Or, um, we'll get to. We'll. Get, I guess we'll say it now. Well, I'll say it now. Or maybe they're gonna. Because pro- you know, I think isn't Ronda Rousey coming back? Supposedly. 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 And if that's the case, maybe they'll build it up so that they both will have a main event. 
I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just left a sour taste in my mouth. I know, but because of the aftermath of Oscar, it could possibly apply to uh, Shayna. Yeah. And um, it might not happen as a result. Yeah, so let's just wait and see. All right, so what do we got next? Next is the singles match for the Intercontinental Championship mm-hmm. between uh, champ uh, Sami Zayn, accompanied by Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura, and uh, going against Daniel Bryan, who was accompanied with Drew Gulak. This was a good match. This one could have gone either or, you know, with no people, with no audience, or with an audience. This would have. This was a. Gr- it kind of reminded me of them in ROH because they were both they were both in ROH. Um, this was this was a good match. It was a good all around match. No flaws at all. I just wished it would have been a little bit more longer, but um, yeah. But this was this is overall a really good match. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. All right, what do we got next? Uh, it is. Um, it was supposed to be. Um, well, <coughs> excuse me. Right now, it says a triple threat ladder match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship, mm-hmm. but um, it's modified. If it was original, we would have had the team of uh, John Morrison with the Miz going against the Usos going against the New Day, but due to um, the Miz being uh, injured, and uh, what happened to Jay Uso? Injury? No, 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 no. They, they, they had to work around that. The, the, the Miz being quote unquote injured. Mm-hmm. Um, so they tweaked it so that you still had that match, but it's only between three people and not six. Right. So you had uh, John Morrison, you know, I guess who was a champ with the Miz, uh, going against Jimmy Uso, going against. Kofi Kingston of the New Day. Yeah. Uh, a la ladder match. And, yes. And um, this was a good match as and, well. And the only stipulation is whoever takes both of the belts will will, re- will represent the victory for the team itself. Right. And in this case, um, the match itself was, was good. It was great. I you liked know, it. It was kind of reminiscent. Well, it's almost reminiscent to... Uh, um, I'm drawing a blank for some reason. Huh. It'll come back to me later. Um, it, um, but anyways, you know, there was a lot of action going on. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, because of the words, you know, I'm going to kick your ass. You still And then you hear the lighters bang. Arr! And, uh, you know, it shows it's, you know, it's the real deal. Right. And in the end, uh, I guess you could, they're going to probably call it a controversial victory. Mm-hmm. Because even though Jimmy and Kofi had their hands on the hooks... John Morrison had his hands on the belts, and they both headbutted him, and he stripped the belts off. And it took maybe about five to ten, between five and seven seconds before, like, well, he took them off, so winner John Morrison. Right. So by that, um, the winner is John Morrison and The Miz. Right. Yeah, Uh, this was good. See, this match, they could have phoned it in. They could have just not do all these great spots and, you know, put their bodies on the line. They could have, they could have phoned it in, they they really could have, but instead they went out there, they showed off what they can do, showed you know, hey, we can we we're gonna take this seriously because we want this, you know, and they did and they did, and I tables, I like, ladders, and chairs. There yeah. we go. Ah, okay. Except no uh, chairs and no tables, just a ladder match, but a good ladder match. Yeah, this was good. So, um, yeah, but, but still, congratulations to all three of those boys. Um, all three of them. Uh, great job. They despite did, the victory. Did, which... Yeah, despite the victory and everything like that, they did a great job. So, congratulations to all to all of them all around that one. Yeah. So, what do we got next? Well, uh, the reason why uh, I keep thinking of New Jack, and, and here's why. Uh, it was just, it first started as a regular uh, singles match between Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Right. And, um, uh, um, well. Seth Rollins, no, Kevin Owens won that first one through the DQ. Because of, uh, they were outside the ring, and uh, for those of you that probably missed it, I, I doubt it. Um, you know, Seth Rollins got the, um, 
the bell and smack uh, Kevin Owens in the head with it. Right. You know, okay, yeah, I, you you won. So what? Ha ha ha. And that's when Kevin was like, no, 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 no. We're going to turn this thing into a uh, no disqualifications match. So, if you, you know, you know, come here and you know fight like a man or else you're a bitch. You know, oh, so, and they turned it into a no disqualification match. Yeah. And the reason why I keep bringing up New Jack is simply because of the, I guess you could say the climax of the night. Uh, the spot. The spot of the night yeah. was when um, you had Seth Rollins on the announcer table. Okay, fine, whatever. He's hurt. But, but you see uh, Owens disappear, and he goes on top of the logo mm-hmm. of the uh, WrestleMania logo. Right. And he just um, jumped off, you know, with back-to-back elbow uh, Rollins through the announcer, announcer table. Mm. And... Um, you know, it's not the first time I saw it. That's why I said New Jack. But um, credit and credits due. They pulled it. You know, they pulled it off well, mm-hmm. very well. And then, um, well, you know, it led to uh, Kevin Owens using the bell and then taking him in the ring and one, two, three. Yeah, this was good. Uh, a little too long for my taste, simply because if they were going to do this no DQ. Should have just started from the beginning. Well, the whole the match. Well, it doesn't have the the time of of the split in two, but the mat, the whole thing with both of them together as a whole clocked in at seventeen minutes and twenty seconds. Yeah, it's a, uh, it felt like it would have gone longer. It felt longer to me, but um, oh no, it's pretty good. It, it was it was a good match. It, it, it was good, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then here's where we go from good. To poo poo. Okay. The singles match for the Universal Championship between Braun ah, and Goldberg. Oh, God. Now you know why I said poo poo. Uh, where, uh, where do we begin? Um, the time of the match two minutes and ten seconds. Ah, jeez. And the result Braun Strowman is your new champion. Ugh. Sorry, that's that's my response to that match. Yawn. I'm trying to remember the. Um, it was five spears. Were, yeah, five spears and versus five power slams. Five to five. Well, one and to that one was ratio. yeah from one to one ratio, and that was it. Really, like seriously, really, you want you want Goldberg, you know. To like one of the best wrestlers that came out of WCW, to drop the belt on a guy who, for the past couple weeks, has been in problems with his because of his mouth for what he said. Mm. You want to drop the belt? You want to give the belt to this guy? Mm. Just like seriously, I you know what I would have I would have been like you know what why don't we just give it a Rusev or Titus O'Neil or somebody else who could have been a better transitional champion. But I, I'm I'm calling it right now. He he is just a transitional champion. So do you think they're gonna possibly drop it too? Uh huh. If they were going to drop it, originally if they were going to drop this, they were going to drop it to Roman Reigns. I would have been okay with it. Well, if he actually put in the work and he put it in, it would have been longer than more than two damn minutes. Yeah. Spears versus Superman punches. If it was a bad, if it was a bad match. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just think, Eh, <sighs> just, just still. Why him? Why have all... Why of all people, him? It's like that. It's just like... Let's move on. Good! <laughs> God! And the last... Damn it, Vince! It's hard to say. Damn it, Vince. All right. And the last match of night one, clocking in at an even 19 minutes, mm-hmm. turns out to be some... Well, most people are calling it a movie match. Because it's a boneyard match. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's just... Okay. So... The Undertaker versus AJ Styles, who was accompanied with uh, Gallows and Anderson. Uh-huh. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Well, 
I should take that back. Carl, uh, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and maybe, how many? What, six, seven? <laughs> oh, yeah. Who that got decimated by The Undertaker. Yeah. And in the end of the Boneyard match, mm-hmm. The Undertaker buried AJ Styles with a tractor full of dirt. Yeah. Um, this was really, really good. I um, It took that nasty taste that I had from the previous match. And just like show that the Undertaker still had it. He still had it. This, this, I think this is the way he ha- it would have to go for him for here on out if he's still going to be wrestling. Mm. I think this is a smart move. Um, this, I, yeah, AJ, I think was was a really great choice to help him out with this. Um, everything was good. Everything was great. Um, this was perfect. It, it was just really perfect. Uh, the it way they actual, ended it. it had a story. It had yeah, a storybook beginning. A comical but valid storybook middle with those guys yes. that got their asses whooped, and then the storybook ending with okay, you know I forgive you, bam, and then with the the the, the tractor with the dirt, right, and then riding off in the night with the uh, uh, his motorcycle as the dead man, yeah. So yeah, so this this was good. Okay, that was it, that was a great way to end night one. Uh, besides that god awful match, um, night one was pretty good. Night one was pretty good. You had two, okay, you had two bad matches. No, let me take that back. You had one atrocious match, and then you had a bad match, and then the rest of the matches were really were good. Were from good to great. Um, I know for a fact that the, the, the Undertaker match was like the match of the night, and a close. Very close second was um, the ladder match. That and a third, the th- yeah, it would just be like that. So, oh yeah, we missed something because it's not listed here. Mm. Um, wasn't night one they talked about the uh, didn't our truth show up? Oh yeah. Um, quick little detour before we go to night two. Um, our truth showed up. Gronk wanted to take the twenty four seven title, and then it was Drew uh, Gulak, not Drew Gulak. It no, was, it was um, um, Mojo Rawley. Mojo no. Rawley pinned our truth, and he became the new twenty four seven champion. So, hooray for him! Okay, so moving on to night two. Um, we saw night two today, and. Just like night one, there were good matches, there were okay matches, and there was a match. So, mm. let's go. Uh, the pre-show match. Mm-hmm. Singles match between Liv Morgan and Natalia. Mm-hmm. Liv Morgan um, came out to be the winner. Eh. Don't get me wrong, I, like, I love Liv Morgan. I really do. I love Natalia. I really do. Could have done this better. They could have ended it better. Well, it only lasted six minutes twenty five seconds. They could have done better. They, I've seen them both wrestle better matches, and WWE's really, really, really pushing it on on the the most devastating wrestling finisher of all time. The roll up. The yes, the devastating roll up. Isn't that called the schoolboy? Or is that another? Same thing. Many names, but it'll always be known as a roll up. Hmm. And in con and that is in contrast to the next match, which is the proper uh, WrestleMania Part Two proper beginning, mm-hmm. clocking in at twenty minutes thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. The singles match for the NXT Women's Championship between Champ Rhea Ripley um, and Charlotte Flair. All right, I was kind of hoping for Rhea Ripley to win, and I said if Charlotte win had to win. Please don't let it be predictable, uh, you know, like using the uh, figure eight. And unfortunately, uh, that didn't come true. Charlotte Flair defeated uh, Rhea Ripley by submission via the figure eight, predictably. Yeah. Um... I was hoping for Rhea, Rhea Ripley to, to, to kick out of that. Nope, that wasn't the case. Okay, um... 
what I don't like about it is that, okay, Charlotte's the new champion. Okay, yeah. Woo. You know. Um... I'm not. I, I'm. I'm not really happy with the outcome of it. I don't know why. I just. It. It just. I. I just can't get behind it. But. I kind of have to see it from a from a. Logistical point of view. The reason why Charlotte won is because they need star power to go up against AEW. Hmm. I. I think this is the way it goes. So we're not going to see Charlotte on the main roster for some time now because she's going to be in NXT with this title. Mm. Or unless she brings the title to the main roster and then maybe once in a while defend it on aid on, on NXT. So I think that's a business, that's a business move. Mm. So, yeah. Stupid uh, one, but it's a business move, nevertheless. Mm. All right, so what do we got next? Uh, after that, it was the singles match between uh, Bobby Lashley, accompanied with Lana, mm-hmm. and Alistair Black. All right. Uh, who's the winner? Alistair Black. Yeah, this was... I think this was one of the weaker matches of the night. It was just... You can tell there was no storyline. There was no nothing for it. It was just, okay, just you and you. Okay, go. Gladiators, fight. It's like that. It's for your amusement, but it's just like, meh. You seem better. You seem better. All right, move on. Uh, sorry, let me get back to it. Uh, oh, yes, and uh, this is probably one of the uh, emotional highlights. Mm-hmm. Not just a highlight, but emotional because of the odyssey of uh, Otis. Um, as I, well, I just coined it right there, the odyssey of Otis. Um, and it led to the match with him. Versus Dolph Ziggler, who was accompanied with Sonya Deville, who was uh, not an innocent angel herself, given you know what happened. The truth was revealed uh, on uh, I think it was on SmackDown. It was mm-hmm. revealed that uh, she and uh, Ziggler um, conspired to screw over uh, his date with uh, Mandy Rose on St. Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and so uh, Otis was able to uh, take the win, right, with stride and. Uh, you know, he and uh, Manny Rose shared in a, you know, an emotional moment and then a kiss, and everybody on Twitter is going, "Yay!" Yeah, um, I think this would have worked. In, this would this match would have worked a lot more. Don't get me wrong; it worked fine here. I think it would have had a huge pop of the night. I think this would have been the WrestleMania, like you know, every WrestleMania. There's always that one that one WrestleMania moment that the whole crowd will get behind on. Mm-hmm. It would have been this. I think this would have been the the the, the WrestleMania moment of this year, if the, if it was if it was done with a huge crowd. And you know what? Good for Otis. I this was one of the few storylines that I kept tabs on because it was one of the few only good ones that they have with WWE's you know great creative team of <laughs> writers. Yeah, so. Yeah. And it all started with breaking breaking his heart on St. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Everybody was hurting that day. Oh, yeah. Felt bad for the guy. He was just an honest guy. Come on. Well, you know. You know how the old saying goes, you know, nice guys don't finish last. Well, he proved No, it. nice guys always finish last. Well, now is not the, that anymore. So, good for you, Otis. Good for you, my man. You got your girl. Don't screw it up. So, what do we got next? Um, it, that moment is probably going to be eclipsed, unfortunately, mm-hmm. by the last man standing match between Edge and Randy Orton. I wouldn't clocking say it. in at thirty six minutes and thirty five seconds. Okay, first off, I wouldn't say it, it would eclipse it. Second, it went too damn long. Oh yeah, way too damn long. Um, yeah, what'd you do to my wife? <laughs> ah. Uh, that was most of it, didn't it? Yeah, that's. Uh, 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 one, two. The only person who was so believable, I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. I, I know I'm gonna get some flack on this one, but I'm just gonna say it. The ref, 
he earned his paycheck that night in that match because he kept yelling out those numbers and he was just like, if I got to make this believable, I got to make this believable, you know. One, two, and then just went like, nine, he's up, All right. yeah, he's, he's up. up, he's up. Yeah, it was just like, that That referee, man, MVP of the night, <laughs> MVP of the night. But so, all, but, but, but. So after all the, uh, and the, uh, uh, we have uh, Edge doing to Randy Orton what Randy Orton did to Edge when he came back. Uh, remember after the Royal Rumble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember they, they showed it in the chair. Wait, a chair sandwich. Yeah. Uh, so he did that and then, you know, counted out to 10 and there, Edge won. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, it wasn't a bad match. It was, it was good, but it was just. Uh, it was a little too long. Way too long. If it was 20, 25 minutes, I would have been okay. But 30 plus. Uh, almost 40. Yeah. Well, the only plus side is we get to see more of the uh, performance center. Yeah, they're playing with the sled. And, you know, Edge did that thing where he got up on the bars and just jumped on Orton. And yeah. We got to see the that. Iconics for a brief moment. Oh. Yeah. For, for those of you who, you know... One on an Easter egg hunt. There you go. Watch that whole match. Find the Iconics. I wish you luck. So. Oh yeah. Before we get to the uh, um, next match, um, wasn't there the thing with the twenty four twenty four seven channel? Oh yeah. Two uh, two little side notes. Okay. Side note number one. Okay. So Mojo Raleigh was being jumped by um, all the B listers, all the mid carters. Um, I didn't see our truth there, so um, so everybody, so everybody was there, you know. Uh, Gronk jumped, landed on everybody. Uh, pin Mojo one two three. He is your new twenty four seven champion. I like this. I don't know why. I like this. I kind of want to see what he does and if he can, if. He can outdo the man, the myth, the legend, our truth, and that belt of his. Um, I want to see how creative he can get. Mm-hmm. I want to see if if creative can let him be creative. I kind of want to see this. Um, so since Gronk left, we had Titus World, Titus O'Neil. Um, Very brief cameo, just dumbfounded. He's going. Oh no! Wait, that was no, no, no. That's later. Yeah, it's later. But yeah, he was gonna be the the host for the of WrestleMania for the rest of the night. Good for him. Um, and then also they were already doing package shows for uh, packages for uh, Money in the Bank. Yes. Yeah, so let me get to that real quick before we move on. So their commercial for Money in the Bank. Uh, well, supposedly this year's Money in the Bank, assuming that you know. Our path is stagnant. You know, it stays the same. Mm-hmm. And if there's nothing else going on. Uh, it'll take place at uh, May 10th, 2020. Mm-hmm. At, in Baltimore, Maryland. At the Royal Farms Arena. Hooray. And, and then, a little later. Well, you know, before we get back to the matches. Um, they did a little thing for WrestleMania 37. And they're calling it, but they're calling it WrestleMania Hollywood. Yeah. Um, Why? Because, first of all, it'll take place next year, March 28th, 2021. Mm-hmm. And once again, assuming that, you know, things are still the same or hopefully get better mm-hmm. due to the present circumstances. And uh, I think this will probably make or break WWE because it'll take place in Inglewood, California. Uh-huh. At the new SoFi Stadium. Yay. And I'm um, taking a look at the stadium. Uh, it's still not done. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just saying uh, it'll, well, if, uh, assuming, uh, you know, the, it'll be uh, 70,240 seats, it could expand up to 100,240 seats for the likes of. Uh, the game, I can't say it. Yeah, you know. And yeah, yeah. The yeah. game, uh, WrestleMania, 
well, <laughs> the World Cup, the FIFA World Cup, Summer Olympics, and major other events. And um, there, there, okay, here, here it is. They broke ground on November 17, 2016. And here's the thing before we get back. They plan to open it July 25th, 2020. Good luck with that. And that's a few months away. Like I said, good luck with that. Yeah. So, yeah. Hooray. Am I excited? Nah, not really. Should I be excited? Eh. Why? If you, if you know the history of that new stadium, Why? Then you will know my displease for it. Displeasure. Doesn't matter. I hate it either or. No, no. That's the term. Displeasure. No. Still, it doesn't matter. I'm going to hate the stadium either way. Mm. So, um, moving right along. Uh, we go back to the tag team match for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the champs, the Street Profits, were taking on a- Angel or Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. They were with the company with Selena Vega. Because originally, what, it was uh, Andrade? Yeah, but he got injured. Yeah, Andrade Cien Almas. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out uh, it's a relative squash match at 6 minutes 20 seconds when the Street Profits, D'Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ward, retain their championship. Yeah, um, not bad. It was alright. The finish was pretty interesting. Uh, Selena Vega came out, you know, they were beating up everybody. Then we saw uh, Bianca Belair come out. Um, so it looks like she might be getting her call up to main roster. I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So just got to wait and see. Mm-hmm. And what do we got next? The, I think I, no, I actually missed this match. Uh-huh. I do do uh, personal uh, stuff. Right. Um, the fatal five-way elimination match mm-hmm. for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Between Champ Bailey, Lacey Evans, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Tamina. Yeah. Um, it was okay. It was alright. <sighs> but Bailey retained. Bailey Bailey still retained. I I still can't get behind her. I still cannot get behind her. They should have just either they should have dropped the belt to Lacey Evans or Sasha Banks? Oh, to create a rift? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, just. Yeah. Unless it's another business move that will possibly involve the so called four. Well, the four horsewomen. Mm. You got Becky Lynch with the uh, Raw Championship. You still got Bailey with the uh, uh, SmackDown. You got uh-huh. Charlotte Flair with the NXT. I mean, mm-hmm. What's next? Are they going to make the women's intercontinental? And give that to Sasha Banks? They don't have that, though, do they? No, but don't give Vince any crazy ideas. He might even do it. Mm. So, alright, what do we got next? Clocking in at um, even 13 minutes. Another cinematic match, if you will, but very interesting. <laughs> yes. The yeah. Firefly Funhouse match between The Fiend Bray Wyatt and John Cena. We could do a whole episode on that because it was just way too, way too much on that. Um, they brought back, you know, back when Cena was a beginning nobody. Yeah. And and I say that because when he was a nobody, because um, he almost got there, fired. No, there, no, there was a, that segment when it all started with the the so called match started mm-hmm. was when um, he was in his original gear and um, Bray was focusing on being Vince McMahon and saying what those words. Right. You know, like, you know, you're going to, you know, you know, I want you to be a ruthless aggression. So, and they were just kind of had poking fun at the ruthless aggression era where John Cena was a pretty boy nobody. Right. And I say that, like I said, I say that again because um, the point that uh, The Fiend was trying to do is get into his head showing your so-called failures. Right. And they, they popped into different eras, too. Like, uh, if you were a major uh, wrestling fan, what? Uh, Saturday night uh, main event. event. <laughs> Woo! The original. The original oh, Saturday night main man. event. Oh, they had man. the original promo and everything. And then they threw in uh, uh, 
uh, an old classic <laughs> promo. Well, I guess Nitro. a lo-fi with uh, Bray Wyatt and John Cena, mm-hmm. you know, tr- mimicking the wrestlers of old and how they do their promos. Yeah, and Nitro. Yeah, they moved on to Nitro <laughs> where John Cena is apparently with the NWO. Right. And then the interesting part happened was a little intermission where you see the puppet called um, Mr. McBossman. Yeah, he said those infamous words that Vince has said for many, many years. You already know it. I already know it. Let's just move on with him there. No, I'm talking about when he was poking, the, the puppet was poking at John Cena. Yeah, and it was based on what Cena's, uh, you know, was telling him, you know, you're going to be doing good, or else you're fired. I'm talking about that part. Oh yeah, that's when. No, that was early in his career. That was way early in his career. He was telling him, if you can't cut it, if you can't do what I tell you, then you know you're fired. Oh, that's a true. That's a true event. It's yeah, true yeah, yeah. And another true. Well, another um, low light, if you will. Was when um, there was a scene um, before all the craziness, more craziness happened. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Wyatt was singing the theme song for uh, Nikki, I think. Yeah. And um, that's considered. Too close to comfort. Let's just put it that way. That was way too close for comfort. Yeah, talk about, you know, like I said, um, you know, he was. Uh, um, uh, Bray Wyatt was focusing on uh, the failures of John Cena. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you know the drama behind Nikki Bell, then that's what they were going after. Pretty much. And then he had uh, uh, another scene where he had uh, the Raven puppet mm-hmm. with Mr. McBossman. And we know what, you know, the famous quote that Vince McMahon said. So we'll move on from there. Yeah. And then we get to uh, Cena being the Thugonomics, mm-hmm. King of Th- Professor Thugonomics. And I guess uh, another failure was uh, taking down um, not just um, what he did to, what, what, you said Billy Gunn? Yeah. Taking well, down yeah. Billy Gunn with the, the Professor of Thugonomics. Mm-hmm. Killing his momentum. But also, Bray Wyatt showed up when uh, his first incarnation. So, that, so he's referring to like, you know, Remember what happened? You know, your friend, what you did to me? Yeah, that's what this is all about, you know? You know, I'm going to show you what's really going on. And um, then they concluded with him in his regular attire. And then uh, the fiend coming from behind, mm-hmm. uh, giving him the mandible claw, taking him down, pinning him. And the regular Bray Wyatt out of nowhere. One, two, three, yeah! Let me in. Yeah. And that's when I uh, interrupted you with Titus O'Neil going like, uh, 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 I don't know what to say. And that was it. Yeah. So. So it brought back a lot of fun times, like the original Saturday Night Heat uh, main event, uh, Nitro. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. So it was, it was good. It was good. All right. And then. He uh, should have listened to Rambling Rabbit. Be careful. Yeah. So, and then what do we got? Then came the uh, um, the singles, the main event, the singles match for the WWE Championship mm-hmm. between the champ Brock Lesnar, accompanied with Paul Heyman, and Drew McIntyre, the winner of the Royal Rumble that resulted in this match. Mm-hmm. Clocking in at 4 minutes 35 seconds. Excuse me. We had a couple of F5s and... um, Was it Claymore kicks? Yep. And uh, Drew McIntyre is your new WWE champion. Yeah. Um... This this is the kind of thing where, first of all, this match should have been a a bit longer. Or a lot longer, number one, for a main event. And number two, this would have got so huge if it was full of people. Yeah, it would have, it would have been. But also on top of that, too, um, that also, it kind of suffered the same. They just copy cut and, and pasted what happened with the Goldberg and Braun Strowman match and put it on the here. 
Uh, it just didn't work. Well, it worked for the bad reasons. It didn't work for the awful reasons. Right. Bad reasons being it should have been longer. Uh, they should have had more to do. Mm. And more importantly, um, it would have had a lot more pop if, uh, you know. Yeah. But given the circumstances, so I'll give that the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah. It should have been longer at least. Mm-hmm. So overall, night two was like 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 a little bit of a mixed bag. Um the Firefly the Firefly Funhouse match I think was the most interesting match of the night because this couldn't not have worked if they'd done it with audience. I know, I mean especially this, with- I think this this match worked like how it is. Just like the Undertaker match. It worked because there was no people. It was meant like this. I wouldn't mind seeing a couple more matches down the road like this. From either or. But I don't want it to be a regular thing. Because knowing WWE. Once they hit gold. They're going to try to keep doing it over and over and over and over and over again. You know. Until they just ruin their resources. It would have been so great if if, if Bray Wyatt came out as his uh, father who was... Uh... IRS. Yeah. That would have been uh, like if he if if they did it again but they invoked the 92 Royal Rumble IRS. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would, I was like Whoa! Right. Um but other than that Night 2 was good. It it, it was all right, you know. Like I said, it was a mixed bag here and there. Um the like I said, spot the the moment of the night was Otis and Mandy Rose. Oh, yeah. Um Overall, okay. Did this work for for WWE on its on its beha- on doing it two nights? Yeah, I think this is a better route. Could they do it better? Yeah, they could. Oh, by the way, uh, the first night clocked in at almost what three hours? Two and a half. Almost three hours. Let's mm-hmm. just call it three hours yeah. because th- because night that was night one and night two was three hours. <laughs> So, grand total would have been six, say, seven hours if they did it one whole night. Maybe eight, eight, maybe eight and a half hours, almost nine, if you count the pre-show. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's always a two-hour thing. But, yeah. Um, overall, was this a, a, a huge success for WWE? Yeah. I, I, you can give them the W for this one. Not a, Given the present circumstances. Given the present circumstances, yeah. I'll give them the W. Um... Would you say this was original idea? No, no. no. We saw New Japan do it, and New Japan did uh, a hell of a good job. And I think they did three nights, New Year Dash. Um, so I kind of want to see what's going to happen on Raw tomorrow. See where they're going to go from there. Uh, Raw and SmackDown, actually. I kind of want to see what they're going to go from there. Mm, um, other than that. Would I want them to try to do this again for next year? Even even if they were allowed to do it with a live audience? You know what? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. But then they have to find out. First of all, they have to divvy up like like right now. But when it comes to, like, let's say this all, blow, you know, the, the present situation boils over. Yeah. And every everything's, I guess, starting to work its way back to what we would consider normal. Let's mm-hmm. call it. Yeah. How would you divide the two days when it comes to ticket sales? Just do it like how they did from Japan. Do it like how New Japan did it. Oh, first come, first serve? Yep, first come, first serve. What day? Day one, day two, or, or a bundle deal for both days? Well, then they got to do a... a, a um... But the bundle deal, they would have to do a limited amount. Yes. Because it wouldn't be fair to everybody if it's nothing but... You know, one yep. ticket guarantees you night one and night two. That wouldn't be fair. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that 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 would be the way to go. So, all in all, um, one out of five stars. What would you give WrestleMania thirty six? Well, for the benefit of the doubt, between a two and a half and a three. Because, because it, well, the reason why I give it halfway to a little bit more is simply because, come on, you got the terrible squash match with Goldberg. Not up to bad taste. 
Yeah. And um, they could have done more with the main event of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. The de facto main yeah. event of the whole thing. I mean, it's like, you know, the, the, the women's tag team match set the bar. Right. But the uh, main event brought it down. Yeah. But I can't, but, but you can't say they broke even. You just can't. Yeah. Um, I would give this like two and a half, three, maybe no more than three and a half stars. Um, it was good. There was a lot, there was pretty good matches here. Some of them kind of were, yeah. And then there were ones that just, they were either uh, unnecessary or they were unnecessarily long. Yeah. But not only that too, but also Brock Strowman winning. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. Should have gave it to Bobby Lashley. <laughs> I would have been okay with that. I could have been. I could have been way better than. I, I could have been okay with anybody else. I wouldn't even care if they brought back um, Santina Morella and he wins it. I would have been okay with that too. Hmm. Or you know, anybody, anybody but Braun Strowman. I I would have been okay with. But Braun Strowman winning, eh. Let's just let's just see how long this transitional champion. Yes, I called him that. Um, a transitional champion um, would be. So all in all, yeah, I would, I would give this like three, three and a half. Not bad. It was good. Um, maybe they can learn from their mistakes. Maybe they might do it again next year. Maybe not. But I would. I wouldn't mind seeing. Well, I'll this. tell you this much. Um, like I said, if things are about to go back to normal, and if this new SoFi Stadium comes into play. Um, it could turn into a a big old, an actual big old thing here in the states. It could be big, huge. It could be a make or break, depending. Well, they have. Well, <laughs> well, they're gonna have to. Uh, we just gotta wait and see on that. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. There. That's it. That's WrestleMania 36 in a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen. There we go, and that's it. Also, too, for Rush Your Shoes. Thank you guys so much for listening to our show. Hope you guys had a great time enjoying with us. Next week, we'll get we'll dive into more wacky, crazy things in the world of wrestling. Until then, I am Captain Cats, and I am We Are Cats. All right, thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a great time. Have a wonderful week. Stay home, stay safe, wash your hands, be careful out there, ladies and gentlemen, and keep watching wrestling. Until then, take care. Yo ho.